1: You're listening to the Wild 7 Podcast Network. Listen different.
0: Welcome back to another episode of Simpin After Dark, everyone. Once again, like always, it's your girl, Ashley Mendoza, here for another episode. I am so excited to be back. It's been three weeks four weeks i honestly forgot but basically this is the season four pre-season i guess like episode zero type of episode because i'm not going to be back for season four till august maybe the very end of july but i just wanted to hop on here and talk for a little bit because it was father's day on sunday Apparently my friend just let me know that yesterday was um International Daddy's Day. So for, you know, not your father but your daddy. I feel like daddy is reserved for just like daddies now, not fathers. Like daddies like I can't call my dad daddy. Nobody can. I don't think guys like to be called daddy. But anyway, happy Father's Day to everyone. Daddy's Day. Um so I want to talk about a bunch of stuff. I'm going to talk Rihanna and after that I am going to be going back into hiatus until August. I'm working on some other special thing. If you are interested you can go ahead and follow me on um, Nightshade Collective and Wild7 to see what's going on. If you want to keep up I would appreciate that and I'm excited to be back and I'm excited to get back in August. I truly miss it. Miss talking shit on here. All right, so like I said, the song I will be discussing today and getting into is Kiss It Better off the Anti album by Rihanna. It is such a fucking bop. I'm actually going to get in my car and sing it on the way home as soon as I am done with this cuz it's so fucking good and it's honestly perfect for Father's Day. I don't want to make this like a messy episode just about like daddy issues cuz we are going to talk about daddy issues and effects that um yeah your parents not just your parents but your dad specifically for this episode can have on you because I think mothers take a lot of grief and a lot of blame already. Like there's so many like, you know, when you go to therapy everything's like about the moms or like Freud, like all like weird shit, you know, there's always a lot of blame on moms. So we're gonna talk about dads today. Yeah, it's a lot. We're gonna get a little personal. I reached out to my followers on Instagram to have you guys Send me whatever stories you have about dads. I put it out there that anything having to do with dads is fair game. So if you've dated a daddy before or if you are a daddy. I got no stories from guys, actually. So um, step it up. Like, I would like for it to be balanced on here. But for now, we got some really great stories from the girls. We'll be talking about those later. And then I got a tweet for later, as always. Um, Let's go ahead and play a clip of this song. was 2016 i believe auntie yeah january 28th 2016 so it has been five years without an album from Ree. and i forgive her like she's doing her thing she's building an empire she's been through a lot like actually i was just reading about a bunch of stuff about her having to do with her dad she's talked about like her relationship with her dad and like how it affected her relationship with chris brown which is pretty perfect if we're talking about daddy issues that's obviously on the extreme end being that she did go through physical abuse and apparently when she was growing up she witnessed her mom being physically abused by her dad which is really crazy i guess he was like addicted to crack and it was just shitty but i guess she has forgiven him now but i did find a lot of stuff about her like suing him because he like tried to use her brand for his own like personal gain like fenty and um some other shit where he's like sold information about her to the media just for a a quick check so um yeah she's a really great inspiration and someone to look up to when it comes to overcoming issues um because when i was like talking to some of you guys when you were sending me in stories um yeah there's like some fucked up shit that dads do man like And they really do scar their kids for life. And girls aren't the only ones that are affected by daddy issues at all. So um, I do want to point that out because I feel like daddy issues have always kind of been weaponized against women that are like, you know, quote unquote hoes or whatever that pick bad partners. It's like, oh, she has daddy issues, whatever. Right. So let me just read some definitions about daddy issues. My favorite is like this official one. Like in psychology, it's called a father complex. And uh, it's a group of unconscious associations or strong unconscious impulses, which specifically pertain to the image image or archetype of the father. These impulses may be either positive or negative. So that's just in like the most broad general scope. You know, there are things that are underlying you don't really think about like they're definitely subconscious. Like I don't think a lot of people realize that they may have da- daddy issues, I think especially guys because people tend to think that only girls have them. So like guys probably never even explore this, but um it's very very prevalent and important that guys get into it too cuz if everyone just looks into their own issues, we can all heal and be better for each other, right? And then There's a pretty funny definition on Urban Dictionary. Well, what it says is when a girl has a messed up relationship with her dad, usually the father's fault, either he left or is acting like a total bitch. So once again, it's like being pushed as an issue that only affects girls, which is crazy. And then the next thing it says is as a result, the girl might be attracted to older men or men with anger issues if her father was an angry man and sometimes will stay in an abusive relationship because it would just feel like home if he left don't ever blame yourself for him leaving you just missed the best thing that he could have ever have what okay urban dictionary is a little weird i'm gonna stop reading from there but yeah a perfect example about like rihanna i guess she's talked about how she has been able to like see the parallels with why she would keep letting chris brown back into her life and apparently once she was able to forgive chris brown or her dad she was able to forgive chris brown which is like a whole complex issue because people that support chris brown are like oh well she forgave him so why shouldn't we blah blah blah. and i like fucking hate him just because like you could tell he's like a freaking toxic asshole you could tell like that he has anger issues and he's just so cocky and yeah I'll never like just because she forgave him means that everybody else has to like whatever everyone has their own personal opinion I'm glad that she was able to get over it as she should because like holding on to anger is not good for you either it's not good for your mental health it's not good for your future relationships so um I'm happy for her on that end as anyone should that goes through things like this they should forgive for yourself not really for the other person it's definitely for yourself because I don't think people like that need to be forgiven even though that also goes back to like it's all cycles you know so that just goes back to like maybe the dad had his own daddy issues and he's abusive because maybe his dad was abusive it's just like it keeps going back and keep going back keeps going back but like at what point do we like have to realize that you don't have to feel bad for someone because of what they went through like you don't have to keep tolerating it you know or like allowing that person to be in your life like fucking your shit up like putting you in a toxic environment because then you're gonna end up passing that down again like as soon as you recognize that you need to step away you know forgive them for yourself for your own like peace of mind and step away but let's get into some lyrics so intro kiss it kiss it better baby so it's a very like sexy song um very passionate mind you she she's a pisces but she's an aries moon and rising and has like a bunch of other aries placements so she's basically an aries which is um it's funny yeah because like people always only like look into their sun sign and this is for my astrology people i'm sorry if you're not into it um, but you should be cause it's really fucking cool and just a great tool to like look into yourself. And I have an episode all about it. It's called astrology hose. If you want to check that out, that's like end of season two or beginning of season three. I forgot one of those. Check it out. Lots of great info. Like I was saying, um, as a fire sign, like an Aries, especially like it makes sense that she's so focused on her career and just like, so impulsive and just doing everything that she sets her mind to that's a very Aries thing and just believing in yourself and just going forward without thinking about like the failures that you might encounter like you don't think about those things I'm an Aries rising I can relate to that in a way but I'm also a Virgo moon and sun so I do doubt myself I am my own worst critic but for like Rihanna She's a fire sign. So I could see how she just like persevered through all the shit that she's been through and like molded it into like something positive. And that's what people that go through trauma need to focus on doing is instead of like, you know, wallowing in all that pain, like, you know, process it and like turn it into something better for yourself. You can leave all that behind. Like it doesn't have to like your trauma doesn't have to define your life. All right, so verse one. Been waiting on that sunshine, boy. I think I need that back. And uh, pretty sure she's talking about sex. If you read about the lyrics and, like, what this song is about, it's basically just, like, not really wanting to get back together with your person because, like, oh, we need to be together, but just kind of, like, you miss the sex, the closeness more than anything. Like, you know you're still toxic for each other and going through it, but you miss that, so... It is what it is. She says, can't do it like that. No one else gonna get it like that. So why are you? You yell, but you take me back. Who cares when it feels like crack? Boy, you know that you always do it right. So she's like, obviously, he's being prideful. He doesn't want to, like, get back together or, like, come over or talk to her or hook up, whatever it is. And she's just like, boy, you're yelling at me. But, like, why are we, like, pretending like we aren't just going to, like do this anyway which is funny like i think that's very relatable people go through it all the time with like fighting with a partner sometimes like your pride which she she does say like right in the pre chorus right now she says man fuck your pride just take it on back boy take it on back because pride is it's it's a huge factor in relationships like it really does like stop people from moving forward from forgiving from whatever it is but like even though like this is like toxic for them in this situation at the end of the day they both know that they want to be together but their pride is stopping them like that's how you know it's toxic when like you got two stubborn ass people where like your pride won't even fucking let you be together to like talk it out or like try to like yeah, move forward. Like, figure it out. So then um, she says, take it back all night. Just take it on back. Take it on back. So, yeah, she's trying to, like, fuck all night. She fucking misses the dick, bro. Do what you got to do. Keep me up all night. Hurt and vibe, man. It hurts inside when I look you in your eye. Ooh, yeah. Another relatable line. We all been there. When you're fighting and, like, you miss the person, like, when they do something to you, but you still want to be with them, and you know you shouldn't, but you still call them, and then like they come over, and you can't even look them in their eye, and like sometimes this lasts for like weeks or days, depending on how bad the hurt was like it hurts to be together, but like you really miss them, and it's more about like the comfortability of it, just like the definition about like daddy issues or father complex um it just or I think it was the urban dictionary definition about like how it just feels like home like. It all ties together, like, her issues from her dad and, like, seeing her mom be abused and now she's in this toxic, abusive relationship. It feels like home. Like, she's been through it and she's used to that shit. So, it hurts to look him in his eye. It's like, they don't want to, like, be vulnerable and open up about this shit. But, like, they're still down for the surface level, like, being together, having sex, the physical connection only. And, like, that's not a good relationship. Like, you got to talk about, like, all the mental shit going on. Like, how are we feeling emotionally?
1: CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: You know? So, don't rush into shit. Um, If you can't even look someone in their eye, that probably means you shouldn't be Fucking. It is what it is, but, like, you got to figure it out and, like, realize, like, maybe you're not good for each other or, hey, maybe we can work it out. But if you're not even, like, looking eye to eye, that's a sign for sure. That's a red flag, I would say. Then the chorus. My favorite lyric is, what are you willing to do? Tell me what you're willing to do. Kiss it, kiss it better, baby. Because, yeah, sometimes in relationships like that, it's like, what are you willing to do? Like, you just want them To make it better and it's like you are just waiting for them to fix it you want them to literally kiss it better like in it like the sex feels like it's gonna make up for all the bad things all the hurt all the pain all the betrayal whatever it is like the kissing it better is just symbolic of you know putting a band-aid over it like what are you willing to do to temporarily fix this shit And then verse 2 is pretty much the same. The song is very repetitive. I don't think it, like, switches up until verse 3. She says, I've been waiting up all night. Baby, tell me what's wrong. You're going to make it right. Make it all night long. I've been waiting up all night. Baby, tell me what's wrong. Ooh, okay, yeah. So she's waiting. Like, she's in a desperation mode, clearly. And this dude's just being prideful as fuck. Not wanting to come through. So... I mean, I think we know she didn't end up with Chris Brown, obviously. And I think she's very focused just on her career now. I was just reading about stuff right now and how she wants to be a mom now. Like she said within 10 years, she wants to be a mom with or without a man, which I think is a very interesting topic too. I think when you do have daddy issues, you think more about like, How important the father figure in your child's life is going to be and like it's not just like some willy-nilly ass decision you could be making like you can't just pick some shitty person to be like your baby's dad because that man is gonna have an effect on your child forever and I think that's like a big reason why like my generation is really thinking about not having kids a lot and or at least waiting till you're older You know, because, I mean, science and if you have money, you can like freeze your eggs or like adopt later, whatever it is. But I think a lot of people are considering having kids less and less because we know the effects. And I think the more aware you are, it can push you away from having kids. It's a good thing. But it's also I think as long as you're working on it, like you'll be a good parent as long as you're just like the fact that you're just thinking about these things is a good sign, you know? All right, so there's an article. It's called Yes, Daddy Issues Are a Real Thing. Here's How to Deal. It's on Healthline. And like, the daddy issues are a real thing. And like, I think people, when they think daddy issues, they think it has to be some crazy, like dramatic thing, or like a, you know, like you were abused, or like uh, it was an absent father, or they like bullied you, or whatever it was. But It could be any little thing. And I would say probably majority of people have daddy issues. Maybe that's me just totally just speculating, being biased. But, like, it can be little things that affect you in, like, little ways that you don't even think about. Like I said, it's very subconscious. And, like, it's all on a scale. It doesn't have to be, like, a 100. It's in between, you know. So there's different kinds of daddy issues. And basically what this article talks about is basically, like, it affects your attachment styles, which this uh, season, I am definitely going to have an episode about attachment styles. I actually just picked up a book. I started reading that my friend recommended or she started reading it and like she posted it and I was like, I want to read that. It's called attached. I forgot the author, but it's about the anxious attachment style. So I'm really interested, but in that and sharing what I find because the shit really does affect your relationships like crazy and it, like depending on the attachment styles that you have you can attract certain partners or like just kind of know how the dynamic works. It's like a map. It's definitely helpful. So then it says it gives like examples about how these attachment styles or your daddy issues like might show up or whatever. And then one of them says, being anxious when you aren't with your partner, needing lots of reassurance that the relationship is okay, seeing any negative negativity as a sign that the relationship is doomed. That one for me is big, like just kind of learning to not run away at any little sign that the relationship is like, yeah, doomed, like if you have a problem, like just trying to break up immediately because you're like oh my god it's over like it's the end of the fucking world like read the fuck lacks bitch like sit down it's a problem you can talk it out and like when we talk daddy issues and the effects on relationships like that's the perfect example because if you don't have a good communication style with your dad like you don't know what that looks like communicating with the man the closest man in your life to you then how are you gonna like know what that looks like in a healthy relationship with like your partner you know and then it just like resizes, you know daddy issues aren't just for girls it's for fucking anybody there is no gender for daddy issues Oh, I miss those sirens shout out to wild seven studios, by the way, I am here in downtown LA recording So thank you so much for always hosting me and like I mentioned earlier go follow wild seven studios on Instagram to see what they are up to. I'm always Here working on other things outside of Simpin, So if you want to see what i'm up to before season four drops Go do that. I'm on the wild seven podcast too. So go check that out and then it kind of explains, it says, if that's the case, why is this concept so gendered? And I think it just has to do with, like, misogyny. The patriarchy, bro, always. And uh, let me also say, because I get people telling me, like, oh, my God, like, we don't, like, is this going to be, like, a man-hating podcast? And, you know, sometimes it is. But um, I don't hate men. And you just got to know, like, if it don't apply, let it fly. Like if you need to hear that every episode, I'll say it. So, if it don't apply, let it fly. All right. It just yeah, it explains how it could affect your choice in partners, how it might affect your sexual identity and behavior. Interesting. I did not read about that. but um if you guys want to read into that cuz I'm not really There's too many issues to like cram into one episode. Like this could really be a whole two-parter, but I want to focus specifically on relationship dynamics, which doesn't really have to do with like your um, sexual identity. This could be for like whatever your sexual identity is, you know? Oh, what the hell? How do you differentiate between healthy sex play and an underlying father complex? And then it says, think that wanting to call a partner daddy in bed or preferring partners who are sexually dominant translates to daddy issues wrong. Yeah. So it's just, it's not, like, that's just, like, a weird sex thing, and, like, it's just it's pretty fucking hilarious to me that, like, the word daddy just got taken over by people calling their partners daddy, like, it's gotta be fucking weird for, like, actual dads, or as we call them now, fathers, or papa, I don't fucking know, um, yeah, so the role of the father is traditionally seen as a role of authority, that's what this article is saying, and for some, authority is, like, catnip but yeah so it's very easy to see how people can get daddy issues and like why it translate into relationships and why specifically it's like pinned on women because you know like having a dad and if you're straight and you date men it's like you know the whole transference of authority I guess it's so fucking weird you know all this shit is just entangled with so many things like marriage and the history of marriage and how it was like The passage or the passing of ownership from the dad to, like, the guy, the husband. There's so much weird shit, man. I don't know. And then there's another article. Six signs you may have daddy issues, a.k.a. attachment issues. So it's just, I feel like daddy issues is just, like, a more, like, misogynistic way of saying attachment issues. Because usually it's pinned on the girl. And usually it's used by guys. Like, I feel like in high school or, like, later growing up. Like, whenever a girl was, like, a quote-unquote hoe, it was guys, like, talking about how she has daddy issues, blah, blah, blah. Blaming the girl as if it wasn't the fucking father's fault for being the way he was, you know? Like, if we're really pointing fingers here, like, let's get to the fucking issue, bro. (laughs) One of the signs, supposedly, according to mbg relationships this article is that you're only attracted to older men being that they're financially stable and they appear confident and know exactly what to do it says if you've had a comp- if you've had a complicated relationship with your father your subconscious may crave a father figure to protect and adore you you may yearn for an older man to provide the affection you missed in childhood the problem is that as with a father-daughter relationship this pairing may bring an imbalance of power That is definitely true. I talk about that a lot, or I mention it a lot, you know, like the power dynamic with older men, with younger women, or like young girls dating dudes that are fucking older than them, like much older. Um, Yeah, it's an imbalance of power. It can get weird. It can be bad. It can be controlling. Just look into it. Um, But yeah, like the whole idea of like looking for somebody else to protect you because you always craved that love and affection from your dad, that's, yeah, 100% understandable you know and i've actually been seeing a lot of tiktoks that have been like confirming a thought that i have had for a while i was talking to a friend one time that has a niece that he's really close to and i was just like oh like that must be crazy watching her grow up he's like yeah for sure and i just like got to thinking about like and i was like talking to him and i was like i hope like you like stay close with her and, like, don't treat her different, like, once she gets past puberty, because I feel like a lot of, like, girls that I talk to with their dads um, feel like once they reached puberty, their dads just started treating them differently, like, they don't see you like a little girl anymore, or, like, so, yeah, like, they stop being, like, all sweet and, like, cuddly with you, and this is not for all fathers, like, by all means. I know some dads that were, like, super sweet to the daughters forever, like, I remember being in high school and seeing dads with, like, they're like my friends and like they were like so affectionate with them and that was weird to me because like my dad wasn't and like I don't remember like a point in time when he stopped and it's not like he's a bad dad or anything like that or whatever like he's a great dad but like that's what I mean when I'm saying it doesn't have to be zero or a hundred like it's a spectrum and probably everyone has daddy issues on some level and like for me it was like kind of just realizing that my dad's not as affectionate and then craving his like approval always so like in partnerships like with guys now it's I find myself kind of being the same way and wanting that like closeness and like trying to replace it maybe it's weird it's super weird to look into and like definitely some people might feel like oh like that's fucking sick that's gross yeah it's kind of fucking weird but like you don't have to like sexualize it with like your dad you just have to look at like the fucking parallels and like see like why you're like going after these guys why do you accept guys that treat you like shit why are you like letting these guys treat you like shit and begging them for their love you know it's because your dad probably deprived you of love i don't know and then it's number two you are clingy jealous or overprotective and then it says people with insecure relationships with their earliest caregivers Often grow up to have an anxious attachment style, meaning you constantly worry that your partner might leave you. You might get jealous frequently and find yourself checking their cell phones just to make sure they're not cheating. Importantly, this type of codependency may eventually suffocate your romantic relationships, leaving you a product of your own fears. Abandonment. So, very important to look into. And then just seeking constant reassurance. All that shit. Um... So I guess, like, I don't want to use this episode, I guess, especially since I was like, this is a Father's Day episode, like, you know, Happy Father's Day. Shout out to the good dads, the ones that are there for their kid, provide their, their present and, like, they care about their child's well-being and mental health and support them no matter what. Um, I don't want to shit on that at all. I just want to make this more of, like, an awareness episode to, like, maybe dads that have young daughters so that they know that these are things that happen and then also for moms that have young daughters and that way they could talk to their partners you know I think it's important that people have these conversations I definitely would have that conversation if I were to have kids but yeah it's definitely really important because like dads should be like solid all the way through like why did the relationships need to change after puberty you know it leaves people feeling unloved or like seeking that love somewhere else so just like knowing these things and talking yourself through it and realizing like they're not even doing it on purpose like it's not like they hate you all of a sudden it's just another subconscious thing that comes from them maybe not having a father figure growing up maybe they didn't see how to like treat a child past a certain age because you know their dad left at a certain age or they died at a certain age or whatever it is like there's so many things that can happen you know
1: okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.
0: Alright, so I'm going to just read this tweet just because it's pretty spot on to like what i'm talking about already it's by at v the esquire he said how does having a daughter change the way you see or treat women when her mom and yours are sitting right there and this is so important because this is something i hear like i hear guys say all the time like grown fucking men dude talking about like oh like i did not realize like (laughs) wow now that i have a daughter i fucking get it what women go through and like i never realized like women were actual human beings like how do you literally sit there and let that shit come out of your mouth like did you not come out of your mom's fucking vagina you didn't have a mom a grandma you have no sisters like nothing i'm not even gonna say friends because i don't even know if men know how to truly have real friendships with women like actual friendships, but that's a whole nother topic. I'm not even going to get into that right now. Yeah, so uh, men, stop saying this. And don't just stop saying it, but like fucking dissect it. Like get into it. Like think about it. Like why does it take you having a daughter to like realize or change your fucking misogynistic ways? And this is like what I mean. Like this is like on like the worst end of when I talk about men treating the daughters differently once they get past, um, like puberty, this is like the type of man that's going to do that. Cause they see a little baby, like who isn't nice to a baby who doesn't want to protect and love a little baby, like a little baby girl at that. But like once she grows up and she has her own opinions and shit like that, and like starts challenging your views because you know, she's maybe more educated or like she's exposed to other perspectives. Are you still going to respect her? if she's you know a hoe in your eyes because she has sex one time are you gonna like hate her now are you gonna like call her out of her name degrade her because yeah that's fucking despicable honestly and like I worry about men like that they should not be reproducing so like I really urge all women to like really fucking vet these men that you are with like the men that you are considering considering to be fathers to your daughters, to your sons, like I keep saying daughters and I need to remember, like it's your sons too because like these guys are like the ones that also think it's okay to like push their sons to go out and get pussy all the time but then if their daughter like holds hands with one guy or he catches the girl texting or talking on the phone with one guy, she's a fucking hoe and like gets threatened to get kicked out or like, Whatever it is, like, men that are overprotective with their daughters but let their sons run loose and, like, don't even raise them other than telling them to, like, go get pussy, that's the most misogynistic shit I could think of. And then, like, why do you think other men are trying to run game on your daughters? Because other men are raising them the same way that you're trying to raise your sons compared to your daughters. Like, it's also fucking sick and twisted. It makes no sense. It blows my mind. It really does make me angry. But, like I said, if it don't apply let it fly. And even at that, just think about it. Just think about it. All right. So like I mentioned, I asked you guys on um, the and IG to send me stories or like whatever it was, like a free game, anything to do with dads, just anything that you want me to like read or talk about. So let me get into some of those now. Some of them are a little sadder. Um, Some of them are Really uplifting actually. So I think I'm gonna end with like the good ones at the end just to like wrap it up, because I don't want this to be like a shit on men episode at all. This is more of like a PSA, okay? I hope y'all appreciate it. Okay, so this one is really fucked up. Um this girl said, My dad cheated on my mom since I was ten years old and never hid it from us. Only my mom and had a he had us keep his secret and naturally being a daddy's girl i did eventually he got caught and my mom found out we knew and never told her needless to say now i go for broken men and never know when to let go i have found myself beginning begging and even justifying men's actions due to the abandonment issues that were created at an early age working to break these cycles but it's hard yeah so that's fucking crazy definitely traumatic i I can't imagine like what kind of fucking piece of shit would like manipulate his child into keeping a secret like that from his daughter's mother like his wife or girlfriend or whatever it was like that's so fucked up like that's just like on another level and i'm so happy that she's like aware how aware of like how it's affecting her choice in men and like the dangerous just unhealthy behaviors that she's you know doing or having and it is hard like she said it's really hard you know being aware is one thing but that's where like the battle starts that's where the journey begins that's the very beginning so it's very hard and it's like a very like constant thing that you have to be aware of like very consciously just all the time thinking about it like every time something happens with a partner or every time you feel a certain way every time you get jealous or every time you're like finding yourself begging for like someone to give you attention it's it's hard so bless you child because that is fucked up i can't imagine but i'm happy that you are working through it all right so then um this other girl, she replied when I posted about this and she was just like, Yeah, like this this is gonna be like a good relatable one or whatever. And I was like, Yeah, blah blah blah. And then she basically just mentioned um how it's good to like dissect and get past all this stuff for your own trauma. And then she says it took me to a dark place when my dad disowned me and after six-ish years I was able to heal myself grow and learn and be able to know he probably has trauma himself and he's just not healed. And then she like showed me that she had a tattoo that she got um, to remind herself about this all the time which I think is a really really cute like great idea because like I said it's like a very like conscious thing you have to do so if you have like something tattooed on your body to remind you all the time then that's gonna help you I think and that's just like a therapeutic experience you know so like I kind of had mentioned and like this is like perfect example like her realizing that like her dad abandoned her or like whatever issues he put her through is probably because he has his own unhealed trauma and that's like such a grown fucking thing to do So like I applaud her so much because it does take a lot to realize that because when someone does you dirty at the end of the day a lot of things aren't personal. I say that all the time but it's hard to realize that when someone does you dirty because all you're feeling is anger like you're just blacked out by the anger. You have tunnel vision you know all you can think is like yo fuck you fuck that person but you don't know like why they are the way they are like they probably didn't do this thing to hurt you. They just have unhealed trauma so that's super super like important too so that you can forgive and get past it and work on yourself and your own mental health all right and then i got some little nice happy endings all right so this girl said i'm currently dating a guy with kids this is my first time dating someone much older as well and first time dating someone with not just one but two kids and two baby mamas oh shit no idea what i'm in for here the whole experience is brand new but i will say that dads are cute as hell hearing that they spent their day playing with their babies and cooking and cleaning all day it's great i love it i guess when you start dating dudes in their mid to late 30s you kind of have to accept that they may have gone through the whole marriage and kids part of life already without you and it's perfectly normal that is so true when you date older men they probably did that already so like you're just gonna have to accept that and be a part of their lives or like whatever it is but that's probably definitely a new cool experience i've never dated a guy with kids you know i don't know if i could do it especially when we're talking about baby mamas i hear too much about like baby mamas always being in the picture not to discourage you girl but two baby mamas that's wild and i agree i'm hearing about a dad like actually being a parent cooking cleaning taking care of the kids that is great and like i salute that and like that's not to like diminish or like whatever take away from what moms do because that's on like automatically moms do that it's expected from them so it is definitely fucking weird to like be like oh my god wow he cooks and cleans and takes care of his kids but you know that it's a father's day episode we're gonna give it a round of applause good job dad for doing your duties <laughs> but yeah good luck that's wild two kids zam but then not only two kids we got people dating daddies with three kids so this girl said i dated a man with three kids he was a great father he had his kids more than just the weekends was involved in the extracurriculars took them on trips and just showed up in all the ways it was so attractive to see him on some grown man shit i had always said i didn't want to date someone with kids even though i myself have one but he changed that so that's really cool i think definitely it's probably easier to date someone with kids if you have kids too that's probably super cute it's like a little mashup of families and babies but yeah, definitely. I think seeing a man actually be grown and, like, be a good father, be present, and, like, not just have him or have the kids on the weekends or what, whatever it is, and actually, like, going out of their way to, like, do extracurriculars and all that, take them on trips, that's so, that's so fucking cute, because too many times we hear about, like, the deadbeat dad story, so, like, I'm so happy that, like, all the girls that wrote in about, like, dating dads had great things to say, and were just, like amazed because i love to hear it we love to hear it like shout out to these men that are like doing the fucking thing you know this other girl same thing said um she's talking to a dude that has kids and like he has them full custody so she's like getting serious with him so she was saying that they had to talk about her calling his kids like her own kids i was like that is so cute i'm like good for you like that takes a very strong like loving ass woman to do that shit like i said i couldn't do it but never say never like i feel like people that say like can never be me that shit comes back it will bite you in the ass so yeah um it's a lot dating someone with kids like that brings up so many other issues like talking about father's day like what about like mother's day like does he get her a gift Like what kind of gift or does he only get her gift from the kids, quote unquote, you know, because I'm not going to lie. Like if I was dating a dude with kids and like he got the baby mom, like a really nice, expensive gift, I would probably feel away. I'm not saying I'm right. That that might be toxic. I do not know. That's just something to consider. I don't know. I'm a Virgo. So I'd be thinking about all the fucking possibilities. I stress myself out. And um, I'm here to stress you out, too. I'm here to, like, think about all the possibilities. But I love when you guys send me mature stories because it helps to ground me, too. I love it. I love it. All right, guys. Well, I'm about to wrap it up now because that was a good episode. And I like that little note we're ending on with, like, shouting out the good dads. Um, it's really nice to see so yes happy father's day happy daddy's day and um we love the moms too i didn't have a special episode for the moms just because like i it was last minute this was super last minute too i honestly just wanted to hop on here because i know i'm not going to be back for a while um yeah so there was a lot to talk about and thank you so much for everyone that submitted stories and all that um yeah you're all amazing and I'm proud of everyone for looking into their issues um daddy issues specifically for this episode like I said it's not just for women like men anybody it's important like don't let that shit subconsciously affect your relationships you know we are all victims to daddy issues and like I said it's a scale it's on a spectrum so like don't dismiss it and shout out to rihanna Mm -hmm. i love you um once again shout out to wild seven studios go follow them to see what is going on you can follow me at simpin after dark on instagram on tiktok and twitter and thank you for everyone that's still listening to all the old episodes i know it's been a while so i appreciate you guys tuning in and if you're a new listener thank you so much um you kind of hopped in in a great time because there are lots of episodes for you to go back on and there are much more new ones to come that was not grammatically correct but it's okay um yeah i'll see you guys soon talk to you next time bye